Well, good morning. It is Monday morning. It, it's funny how quickly that happens <clears throat> once every seven days, a Monday morning happens. Every single week. It's Monday. Um, we've got Starbucks gift cards. Mm. We've got This is a K-Cup, not Starbucks. I should have stolen one of those. We've got mini donuts that it'll be really hard for you to eat, but they're really great for us to enjoy. I bought them because Timmy's my friend. I appreciate that. Mm. It was Holy Week. It was Easter Sunday. It sure was. Oh, my goodness. I side hustled a little bit this past week. Andy. Look, are there crumbs falling out of my mouth? Listen. Yeah. Here's the way it goes. It's been a good week. It's been a crazy week. Yep. Yesterday was Sunday. And this is the morning after. Welcome to the Morning After Ministry Show, a caffeine-fueled look back on the week and ministry that was. Well, I'm now chewing directly into the microphone, <laughs> so maybe the timing of me picking up. Well, if you were on Donuts. our, if they were on our Instagram, they knew what you were doing and why I was in here all by myself, finding <laughs> random objects in your office to make fun of. That's uh, hurtful. No, I, I love you. I went to buy you donuts, and then you were mocking me. No, I, it, they, I weren't. We weren't making fun. We were having fun. Okay. At your expense. There's a difference. <laughs> um, it's been a, it's been a week. As usual, but this was a special week because it was Holy Week. And before we jump in, talk Holy Week, talk Easter. Also, I want to talk side hustles because I was side hustling, and, and Andrew and I enjoy side hustling. We, well, I don't enjoy hustling because, you know, chubby guys and running. But <laughs> Good point. Yeah. We're going to talk about some fun things today, but before we jump into it, let's thank those peeps who actually make our show possible. Uh, we got Dignity Memorial right there in the middle of your screen. They've been so awesome. They are there when you need them most. They are actually the nation's largest network and provider of cemeteries and funeral homes. They have over 2,000 locations. Um, you can check them out at DignityMemorial.com. Here's the thing. When we are talking side hustles in a little bit, I'm going to talk about funerals, yeah. which is weird because you don't think about, hey, that's a fun way to make some extra money. <laughs> yeah. But – the In ministry life, it is say, reality. The, the, the ministry that you can do to people who don't have a church home, and my goodness, reach out to Dignity Memorial because they want to know that you're interested. Absolutely. Uh, Peak Reach, you aren't invisible. Your brand shouldn't be either. So check out Peak Reach. They offer social media management for small businesses of any size, nonprofits, small businesses. I, don't, I, I assume big businesses. If you're a Fortune 500 company and you want social media management, you speak. You speak Reach. Why not? And then, of course, Give Central. Give Central, yes. Give Central is an online giving solution for churches and nonprofits that takes all the guesswork out of it so that you can spend more time doing what matters most, connecting with your people. So check out givecentral.org. And, yes. uh, Andy, we're also part of the DYM Podcast We are. Network. We're part of the DYM Podcast Network. How much fun is that? It's a whole lot of fun. There's eight shows on the network. They're awesome. If you have not listened, you should do so. Yeah, you should check out Sam's show because I think we're going to be on, Come on. Co the next episode. Co within a couple like of weeks, we'll be on DYM Create. Uh, 15 Minutes with Frank is just killing it. It's gold. We've got – now, so Youth Ministry Hacks with Justin and Matthew. Yeah. Justin posted the other day that Matthew Ferreira does not like Forrest Gump. Saw he, that. He doesn't think, that it's, was, he doesn't mm, think it's a good movie. And mm. I've never met him, but I don't know that I like him because how do you not like Forrest Gump? I blocked him immediately when I saw that. Um, what it is, what it means is just so much fun. It's a quarter hour of delicious pop power each and every week. It's pop culture and Ridiculous. youth ministry. Um, my third decade with Dairy. our dear buddy 
How old are we? Like, if you call someone your dear friend, that means that you're old now, right? Like, no, it's our dear friend, Derry. It works because his name's Derry. Seventh graders don't say, oh, my dear friend. Do you know how I always remember where Derry lives? How? Well, now he's, like, my friend, so I know this. But before that, I always re- – did you ever see The Music Man? No. Well, you weren't cultured as a child, but it's a musical. You know, we've got trouble right here in River City. Oh, boy. Well, there's a song called Gary, Indiana. And so I would always just sing, Derry, Indiana, Derry, Indy, Derry, Derry, Indiana. I've heard you sing that. Now it makes more sense <laughs> yes, why you sing that. That's why I know that Derry is from Indiana. We love you, And, Derry. of course, there's the OG DYM web show yep. podcast and the DYM Mentor Me where Doug and Josh have conversations with people who we could never actually get to sit down and talk to us. Probably not. So there are eight shows on the network. We are thrilled to be a part of it. Yep. You can check out all those shows at podcast.downloadyouthministry.com. A few other things this morning we need to talk about. But um, hey, wait, Andrew, oh. this was breaking news. Breaking uh, news. Jeff says, okay, I've got one question to start the show. Before we even talk about these okay. gift cards, feel free to answer when you get to it. But are the Rays getting a new stadium? Uh, so Jeff is – Jeff is. are you also from Indiana? I know you're a Detroit fan. He was down for the last spring training game, which was at the ah, truck. Ah, okay. And, yes, the Rays are getting a new stadium. It's going to be in – Tampa. It's going to be in Ybor City, which is like our night. Remember when district. they won? Yeah, that was fun. Before they lost three in a row. That was fun. They won one game this weekend. Yeah. Um, so we've got, I don't know if you can. You, if, actually, get, let me get closer. Get closer. Get, nice get real close. Tell them what we're doing. All right. We have got a, oh, get out of the camera. There, that's better. We've got Starbucks gift cards that we are, look at that. That looks beautiful. It's almost like a boomerang, but it's not, but it looks cool. We're giving out Starbucks. Don't do that. We're giving out Starbucks gift cards. Real easy to win. You simply share the video that you're watching right yeah. now. Yeah. If you are watching live right now, you have an advantage over the people that will be watching later. And here's the deal. The past few weeks, we've had a lot of people watching. They've been jumping on. We've had like 15 and 1,900 uh, watchers. You can't say numbers. Yeah, remember, I, remember what Sam told us last week? We're not allowed to talk about numbers. Well, but no, they, you can't post about it. He doesn't yeah, you couldn't talk about it. Yeah. You can't post but a picture you can, of your numbers. You can easily look at the video and say, hey, it says at the bottom how many views there's been last week. So can I just say that Sam has ruined me? And all my ins- <laughs> I, I, I'm judging every ministry Instagram account. I won't post now every day because I'm afraid that Sam will judge me. Well, the way this is going to work is however many people share this video we'll do a little drawing at the end of the show so if you're watching now keep watching because we'll give one of you who shares this we've got how much is on people this one's got five bucks on it that's a that's a that's a beverage that is a grande iced macchiato and here's a little pro tip for you if you ask for it in a for here cup if you're sitting at starbucks they give it to you in a glass cup so you look even fancier and you just sit at the counter and you drink it and everyone thinks wow this guy is so sophisticated because he comes to starbucks and does not even use a disposable cup. That's impressive. So we want to give this away, and we're going to do this for the next several weeks because we found that us talking doesn't really do nearly as much as you guys sharing the video. So if you guys share it, people watch it, which makes our sponsors happy, which has them give us more Starbucks gift cards to give away. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yes, Stephanie Miller says, if I share, can I win? Why not? You're watching the video. Hey, Zach Dewart says, can 13-year-olds get Starbucks gift cards? Zach, we don't discriminate here on the Morning After Zach, here's the deal. If you drink the coffee before you spend a week with us in the Dominican Republic, (laughs) then yes. Yes. Yes, Zach, we are excited to have you on the the DR trip, by the way. I put you on my roster this morning. Ronald Long says, pro tip, look fancy. Ronald has got so – Ronald, will you come on the show? He's got so many pro tips for you guys. Also, he's got a beard that's like down to mid-sternum. We're going to call the show Pro Tips with Ronald. 
I love it, Ronald. We we. I'm not I joking. I will DM you after this episode. Okay. So we've got we've got some stuff to talk Let's about. Just say, and we've wasted ten minutes. Wasting. We have not talked about anything. We've been hanging out, and Andrew's been eating donuts. This has been an, an amazing. This holy is a week. powdered sugar donut, and that is not even a holy donut. It's no. There, there's a little hole on the back. You can see it in a little bit. So I I wanted to ask Andrew something because if you guys didn't know this, he is uh, the lead pastor, the senior pastor of Safety Harbor Community Church. This is his first Easter as a senior pastor. Most of us in youth ministry land, um, Easter week is still busy. Holy week is still busy. We have a lot to do, but we don't necessarily prep and preach on Easter Sunday morning. So walk us through your, your Holy Week. What'd you guys have? What'd you guys do? Um, did you prep your message differently? Was it a, more of a challenge? Did you feel pressure on yourself because it was your first Easter as the lead pastor? Um, yes and no. I, I think, well, just like, so the recap of the week on Thursday, we had a Monday Thursday service, which, um, like for, for me, I had never been to a Monday Thursday before seven years ago. And, um, I had always done good Friday services and in the churches that I found myself in the last church. And now this church, um, Monday, Thursday is the day that we celebrate the last supper and the mandate. This is my commandment that you love one another. By this, all men will know that you're my disciples if you love one another. So we had a Monday-Thursday service on Thursday night, which, you know, it doesn't matter how many people attend a service. It takes the same amount of prep. Sure. And so that was kind of disheartening. I think, you know, we're a smaller church, and I think there were 14 or 15 people at Monday-Thursday service. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, do we, need to, do we need to do this on the busiest week of the year? Right. Um, but then Sunday morning came, and we had a sunrise service that was not here at our church. All of the churches in downtown Safety Harbor, not including the one that meets at the gazebo that we talked about last week, they were not a part of it. Um, <laughs> but all of the churches that are here within our that we would uh, classify as the downtown area, um, we get together for a sunrise service down at our marina. We're right on Tampa Bay, and so we have this beautiful setting. And I was expecting like I don't know twenty or thirty old people to come out, and it was packed. I mean, like I had to park a half mile away. And hightail it to, to do my part in the mm. service. So that was exciting. And then we had uh, our service here, and it was really – it was good, and it was rich, and attendance was up, which in the past that hasn't always been the case for you know smaller churches. A lot of the times on Easter people will go to the mega church down the street because they want to see the show and the spectacle that comes with Easter yep. that the smaller churches can't provide. And But uh, attendance was was up significantly from the past few weeks, and – um, it was a lot easier of a week than it could have been because the message that I preached is one that I had finished several months ago nice. because we wanted to have it ready for Download Youth Ministry. That's right. Um, hope of Easter. The hope of Easter. And another thing that made it a little bit easier is last year I was not the senior pastor, but I was at a church where we did not have a senior pastor. And so um, last year I preached three services on Easter Sunday, and on top of that was still the youth pastor and was running our confirmation class and tear down and set up of our sunrise service and a bunch of other stuff. So this week was actually less work than it was being the interim fill-in guy. Interesting. Uh, last year. So, but it was it was good. the The stuff that we have to do this week is kind of to say, okay, what what worked, what didn't work, what's worth doing again. Sure. Um, so as your your first Holy Week, you're kind of in evaluation mode. Yeah. So it, you know, like the Monday Thursday service, it's again. Right. If if we didn't do that next year, 
what would that look like? You know, do we try to do a Good Friday service because people can come out on a Friday night more so than a than a Thursday? Right. Or and Ronald right. Long says, I feel like watching Andrew preach would be a spectacle in itself. Not really. I'm, Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I'm, it is I, quite the show. I, I, I kind of stand there and lean, and I just burped like directly into the microphone. As you do when you preach. I hope you, nothing, did. Nothing I hope you did not hear that, anybody. Um, but no, I'm, <laughs> I was watching on all the different Instagram stories of all the people sharing their church services, and right. there are these guys yelling and pounding their fists. That's and, Andrew. Like, you know, like really squatting and... You know, Tears, like, yeah. lots of emotion. And I'm like, man, I am not a yeller at all. <laughs> like, this is about as loud as my voice ever gets in a sermon, but it's okay. Hey, God, Beth Larson. God. Hey, David Peterson. Hey, that's my mom. I know. I'm, I just like all these people saying hello, Robert Newton. That's my cousin in law. Stop, cousin in law. Melissa says those donuts are the best. Melissa would know. That's his wife. Yes. And uh, I'm looking over on your screen because mine's got the program in. Uh, Robert Newton says that his he needs prayer. His his dad's in the hospital, and it's just uh, it's a mess. Dude. So so seriously, everybody watching, his name is Robert Newton. Pray yeah. for him. Pray for his family. They just lost his mom, and now his dad's in the hospital. Mm. So be praying for him. Absolutely, thanks, Robert. So Timmy, yes, sir. Your Easter week looked a whole lot different than mine. My Easter week Fill did look in. a whole lot different because we don't do um, traditional student ministry programming during Holy Week because we also have a Monday Thursday gathering as well as three Easter services, which is kind of all hands on deck for all of our volunteers that weekend. But my personal week actually looked a little bit different because uh, I am involved with a few side hustles, if you will, um, where we I earn some extra income on the side to support uh, my wifey and my five chillins. Because, I mean, you guys, most of you are with us and gals know that, um, hey, in order to make things work Listen, minis- on a ministry budget. Ministry, ministry does ministry not make anybody rich. We don't do ministry for the money <laughs> at all. Like, And I think that just goes without saying because you guys all know that. So on Thursday, which was um, Maundy Thursday, I was actually uh, out shooting um, some – not sh- shooting the right word? Filming? <laughs> you were shooting in a cemetery. I was shooting – that's a terrible thing to say. I was I was filming several cemeteries over in Orlando. I, I, I do a side hustle with a – production company that's run by two of my buddies and i jump on board whenever they have openings and pick up some extra work here and there when i can so that happened on thursday and then i was back in time on friday to get everything set for easter sunday morning because as you guys know someone has to put all the slides in the computer (laughs) someone has to make sure everything is going to run smoothly our lead pastor requested a video and i just couldn't make it happen like he he wanted this youtube clip and and YouTube is is such a a dark and dangerous place at times, and I could not make it work. The sermon was great exits, and he wanted someone – he wanted a funny exit. And so I I would type in, like, funny exit, and there was, like, these fail compilation videos, and those are just – Oh gosh! I'm just thinking of Jim Carrey leaving the hospital in Liar Liar and the on the Ducati in the (sighs) hospital gown. See Peyton? I should have. You should have. I should have asked you guys before I told him. Look, I I searched. I couldn't. I never. I just couldn't. Yeah, it would have been that would have been hilarious. So another thing, another side hustle you were doing this weekend was, and I don't know if you could call this a side hustle because you did a wedding, but it was someone that you <laughs> Andrew, it, how can so, I forget about was, that? It's someone that it's someone that you know, so it's not like a. You're right. So I actually it was a week of side hustling because I went from the the filming of the cemeteries, then Friday evening to a wedding rehearsal, Saturday night to a wedding, which does in fact turn into a, a bit of a side hustle. So you talked funerals. We well, also do weddings. I was, you know, I, I kind of have a different perspective, and I know so many guys that will fight me on this and girls 
that'll be like, you know, why would you marry somebody that you don't know? Or right. not like, you know, you can't marry someone you just met, like sure. on Frozen, but like, why would you perform yeah. a yeah. wedding ceremony for someone and that you don't know? I think we operate know? a little differently and, in this arena. And I think, um, and number one, it's because the people that don't know you pay you way better. That's um, true. I have an unfortunately. app on my phone called Thumbtack, and uh, it looks basically, it helps people find people to do odd jobs around the house. So if you need your house pressure washed or if you need somebody I've to fix your dryer, um, they don't people sponsor us. look you up on Thumbtack. Um, but, but I am registered with Thumbtack as someone that will officiate weddings. And so I get literally <clears throat> four or five dozen requests a week for people looking for someone to do a wedding. And I don't, I don't look at that many of them. If someone is like, hey, I need someone to do a wedding this Friday night, then I'll be like, oh, okay. But I'm not going to block out a weekend of my life six months in advance for a group of strangers but i will a couple t- you know maybe five or six times a year i will get a request on wednesday so no and prerequisites show- required for andrew no, he have- will marry you absolutely no standards i it's not that i have no standards it's here are my standards um i get to do the wedding the way that i want to do it i'm going to proclaim jesus i'm going to proclaim grace i'm going to use the picture of the wedding as a picture of christ in the church and, uh, and so you do not require premarital counseling to officiate. No, wedding. and here's why: um, I we we both worked for a senior pastor that we won't we won't call his name because I don't think no need. Yeah, um, but I was talking to him, and I was really young in ministry, right out of college, <clears throat> and I had just gotten asked to do my first wedding, and this was a couple that had been living together, and I felt very uneasy about this. I grew up in a uber conservative tradition. The the church that I grew up in, they had standards of like, if you are a groomsman, you are not allowed to have earrings. You're not allowed to have Seems fair. hair touching your collar. Yeah, like just, you know, the bride is not allowed to wear a sleeveless dress, that kind of crazy, rigid wedding traditions at the <laughs> church that I grew up in. And so for me, new in ministry, I was looking at the idea of, okay, now do I do that? Do I do something else? And I talked to my senior pastor about, you know, what his standards are for doing a wedding. And he said to me something that has stuck with me 15 years later, and it was, Andrew, you are never going to lead anyone to Jesus by telling them that they're not good enough for you to marry. That's good. And I thought, that's <clears throat> that is that's really good. And so, if I do a wedding for someone, I you know the it is incredibly saturated in the gospel. Well, Andy, I will but, say this: I have done one wedding for someone I did not know, and it was two years ago, and that marriage lasted two point five months. <laughs> so f- since then, I have required uh, four <laughs> sessions of premarital counseling with with me. Uh, I I just it just felt weird. Like see, it, and I, like, the premarital counseling with me is a funny thing. Like if if they are church, and oh, here's another thing: if someone is a church member, absolutely, there's a set of requirements. If someone is, you know, if, if somebody is in my life. I'm going to have different requirements than just, you know, Joe and Sharon off the street that need somebody who's licensed to marry them. Because right. in the state of Florida, Florida is one of three or four states where a notary public can marry you. That's right. So you can go to the courthouse and get married. You can go to the post office and get married in so Florida. Weird. So if someone wants to get married, they're going to get married. So if they're inviting me to share the gospel at their wedding, then by by me doing it, it means the notary public doesn't get to not sure. share the gospel. Uh, Riley's wondering how much you're charging for his wedding. Um, I believe you are performing his wedding. You know, Riley, I, I figure if you just cover travel costs. <laughs> Riley says, Andrew refused to do my premarital. For, for, you no, did I not. did. I did refuse to do Riley's premarital counseling because I have known Riley since he was like 11 or 12, and I have known his fiance for 
15 minutes. So <laughs> if there's an issue, who am I going to side with? <laughs> Allison Williams says, I have a 100% divorce rate in weddings I perform. <laughs> um, but no, I, okay. I try to, when, when I am, if, if I'm doing premarital counseling with a couple, I want to make sure that I am as non-biased as, po- as possible. And so like with Riley, of course, I'm going to be on Riley's side. Sorry, Savannah, you're wonderful and he doesn't deserve you, but I've known him longer, and I'm going to choose his sure. side if there's any issues. And so I'd much rather have someone who is a bipartisan observer do premarital counseling I than, get it. you know. I so get it. Yes, Micah, I, I am doing I, I your wedding. Say, I'm doing Micah's wedding. I, I promise months. there's actual thought that goes into my wedding things. But here's something that no one talks about, and you don't learn this in seminary or Bible college. You make so much more money doing funerals than you do weddings. That is a weird thing it to is, say. It's ridiculous. And you're laughing while you say well, it. Well, and because Andrew, here's, the, this... here's the thing. The same people that are going to be mad at me for saying, how dare you marry someone before you hear their full testimony? How dare you marry someone? They would show up and do a funeral for anybody because they're like, well, I get to present the gospel at the funeral. Yeah. Um, you get to present the gospel in weddings and at funerals, people just – like you, you have thought so much about your wedding, and you probably haven't thought a whole lot about your grandma's funeral. Like you don't lay up. Well, at Zach night Dewart says, "I thinking, want you to perform my funeral." Oh, I, I, I might perform your, your murder as well. No, that's, that's not true, oh. Zach. I would never kill you. I love you too much. Just because he makes more money at the funeral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're this guy, but, but people, when you show up to a funeral and you actually know what you're doing, people get really excited. So. I would say I probably do 15 or 16 weddings a year and 12 or 13 funerals a year Wow! and probably make $1,000 a year more on funerals than I do on weddings. That's wild. So that, that's a really weird side hustle while we're talking side hustles. We are talking side hustles. Let's, let's give them some, some, some tips and tricks that we've learned okay. over. Because we've been side hustling. I, I've been side hustling – um, in student ministry since day one of student ministry. Well, why don't you tell – like you side hustle more than anybody I know. So why don't you go through all yours? Okay. I do side hustle a bit. Uh, my, my favorite side hustle is a win-win for me. So if you, anytime you can make your side hustles a win-win, that's, that's, a, that's a beautiful thing because I get to actually spend more time with my kids in one of my side hustle. Uh, on Fridays, I teach drums and PE at their elementary school. So I get to take my kids in drop them off, and then go to work right there at their school. I get to hang out with them at lunch. I have several of them in my PE classes on Friday. Uh, total win-win for me. I was going to drop them off and probably pick them up anyways, so why not stay a couple extra hours and make a couple of extra bucks that help cover our cell phone bill every month. So uh, that, one, that so one's been happening. So that's your side hustle number one. That's side hustle number one. That's been going on since uh, before I even had kids, which is great. So I was actually working at their school before, so it just <laughs> worked out so well to bring them in. So that's side hustle number one. Uh, number two, I wanted to talk about monetizing your skills. I told you I teach drums in a group setting on Fridays, but I also teach drums in a private setting. So I do private drum lessons throughout the week. I've got two students, one more on the way, which you know doesn't sound like a ton, but an extra 50, 75, 100 bucks a week starts to add up a little bit, especially since all of that money goes into a jar. I'm not going to tell you where that jar is, but that is our date night jar. Not for ah. Andrew and I, but for my <laughs> wife and I. My wife and I's date night jar is all of my drum lesson money. So that's side hustle number two. Uh, side hustle number three, which is a whole lot of fun. It's because I get to write with this guy. That's, hey. that's DYM. Download youth ministry. Down, we've been we've been DYM side hustling since twenty thousand and thirteen was our first submission to resolution DYM. runner. So that's and that's side hustle. That's that's a you're gonna, you're going to touch on that a little bit. Yeah. that's your main side hustle. So I'm going to let you cover that in a second. That's side hustle number three for me. 
Uh, side hustle number four is the production company that I just told you about, uh, Sky Vista Productions. Uh, really, that was kind of funny how that came and that to be. that started with you flying your drone yeah. with your GoPro. I was flying my drone with my GoPro, and uh, a cemetery location had asked, hey, you know, we're actually wanting some cemetery drone work done. And I, I know my skills, and, and, like, I fly recreationally. Mm-hmm. And I, but I have a buddy who flies like a pro. So I actually contacted him and said, hey, if I, if I can get you work, can I get a cut on uh, what they mm-hmm. pay you? And he's like, sure, if you help me out. So Sky Vista Productions stepped in, and they have been a huge help, which has been awesome. So that's been a, a cool side hustle. That's actually what I did last week. And we do uh, four to six cemetery locations a year, and we also do two major um, production shows for them where we edit videos and stuff. It's really cool. So that's another one of my side hustles. Well, before we get into kind of talking the specifics of, of DYM and why it works so much for us, um, right. I want to know, you know, and Tim's got all the comments pulled up, but what, what other side hustles are you guys doing? What are some some fun side jobs that youth pastors are out there doing or that people in ministry are doing? When we were both kind of brainstorming over the weekend about, like, so what, what kind of things do we want to talk about with the side hustles? Um, we both kind of came up with a li- list of tips. And it was funny how similar they were because we were right. talking about double dipping, you know, yep. so you get to spend time with your kids. Right. I was just talking earlier about my Easter sermon right. because that sermon was written a couple months ago because we knew that DYM was going to use it. It made it made my Easter week easier, and then it made it better because I wasn't up till 2 in the morning finishing a sermon on Sunday night. Sure. But instead, I had to spend, you know, two or three hours in review to be like, okay, here's how the sermon went. Here's a few things I want to tweak about it. But – it was done. So anytime a side hustle can make your nine to five job better and make money on the side, sure, that is an absolute win. That's a win, 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 <laughs> all around. <laughs> That's win. like what Michael Scott goes for—a win, win, win. Um, uh, another another tip that we had, and I don't know if this is a tip, but you know, just be passionate about it. When I was um, in seminary, I was parking cars at a valet company for three dollars and eight cents an hour plus. Boring. Tips. And it was cool. I got I got to park Chameleonaire's car at one point. Okay, that's kind of cool. So that was fun. And there, you know, there were there were times that it wasn't the worst thing. But once I had a full time job in ministry, they would call me to be like, "Hey, can you pick up a shift this weekend?" And I would check the bank accounts, and if I needed an extra hundred bucks, ah, fine, I'll go in. But if I didn't, heck no. Right. And so, like, the point of side hustling is yes, you want to make some extra money. But if it's not something that you enjoy doing. You're not going to last. Yeah, and I would say, it. why do you want to side hustle? So for my yeah. family, we have very specific things. We yes. side, I side hustle for date nights, and I side hustle for my kids' education. Yeah. So like those are our two main – so if mm. you don't have a reason to side hustle, why are you side yeah, hustling? Yeah, like our, our movie budget, our Disney budget sure. comes out of DYM money. Yeah. And so – you know, the, you know, and there have been times I was like, oh, we need to pay this bill. Good thing the, the DYM check has recently come in. But right. the, the reason why we – put so much time and energy into download youth ministry is because that goes directly into our fun account. Yep. And so that way we, we have, we wouldn't have a fun account Ooh, people without are the side in. hustle. I love this. What, so, what do we got? Some good ones. Uh, Justin Hale, I was wondering about thoughts on Uber for side. I don't Uber for a side hustle, but if any of you do Uber for a side hustle, jump in on here. Yeah. My car's not new enough for Riley Lester is considering donating plasma. Riley, you sound desperate. Okay. Here's the deal. I sold plasma when I was in college. <laughs> of course you did. You have to. <laughs> It's like based on your weight, and I was like right between the two weight limits. And so if I weighed like under 130 pounds, I know it was a long time ago, but if I weighed under 130 pounds that day, it took me like 10 minutes to sell plasma. But if I was over, it took me like 
you know, an hour and a half. And so I would come in in like a wife beater and soccer shorts and flip flops and take my shoes off when they weighed me just because they pay you the same, whether you're a big old <laughs> fat guy like me or whether you're like a skinny athletic guy like somebody else. All um, right, Andrew, so be careful, Andrew, be careful selling plasma. May or may not sell and donate plasma. Ronald Long says, I, I write nerdy books people don't read. Ronald does actually write nerdy books. They're super he's, nerdy. He, he has, like, entire series. He's got series of, what do we call like, high Ronald, fantasy. Ronald, post, please post a link. Yeah, post these, a link, These Ronald. things are hilarious. Uh, Jacqueline Side Hustle Taco Boxes. Ex- Ooh, uh, explain, me? please. So I'd, I'd love to hear more about the Taco Boxes Side Hustle. That sounds amazing. Scott Huffs uh, says he speaks at camps and retreats, which we didn't yeah, even get into that. Yeah, well, we didn't, yeah we, that's a win-win. That's another one. And the, the camp that I speak at just about every year, and this year I'm not going to go to that camp because I'm doing, ooh, I'm doing Riley's wedding the week that they wanted me to come speak. But it's great because I get to take my wife and my kids to camp with me. So anytime, you know, it, it's not a 9-to-5 gig. So if you, you get to benefit the whole family with the side hustle, that's always a win. Steve Miller says side hustle count 25 plus. Steve, are, is, that a, is that a goof or is well, he, does, he, does he have a lot of side hustles? Steve Miller is... My like dad's a, name he, is Steve Miller, but that's a different that's Steve That's a Miller. different Steve Miller. He's a G.I. Joe. He was, he's a ex-Air Force, I, I don't know, current defense contractor. I don't know. He's big and strong, and he does more push-ups than I do. I don't know if he gets paid for that, though. Many people do. Many people get paid for push-ups. Ooh, there was another. Many people do more push-ups than you. Oh, have. gotcha. I was saying, there's there's another. Yeah, I don't know if pro tip because it's just kind of common sense. But like, if one more person that looks like me tries to sell me Plexus, <laughs> you know, it's your side hustle has to make sense for you. You know, the the <laughs> the, the chubby guy selling health and nutrition. Right. Listen, that's not going to work. But let me sell you these mini donuts. Yeah, no. You would trust me if I was selling you mini donuts. You would not trust me if I was selling you health and wellness. Oh, this is so good. make sure your side mm-hmm. hustle makes sense it for you. It should absolutely make sense. That's which is why Scott speaks at camps retreats. He's a DYM author. He, I love this. Scott uh, returns shopping carts at Aldi grocery stores because you pay to use them and you get your money back when you take it back to the store. So he literally <laughs> finds shopping. This that's is the greatest side Scott, hustle ever. I can't imagine that that's uh, the most lucrative of side hustles. Uh, Jacqueline says, can you see the photo? He says $20 for his taco box with a side of rice. Uh, man, I, I don't I don't see any photo right now, but please do share some more. I love that. Uh, Dustin, he's got a several side hustle. He, he does guitar lessons. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, use your skills, monetize them. Teaches some of his youth so it's more time with it. That's a win-win. Yeah, it's he a win-win. teach his youth so he's got time. They're actually paying you to spend time with him. I love that. He is the church custodian. We've been there. Yeah, uh, I, I run sound for our church's weddings when I don't uh, mm-hmm. officiate them for a little extra side hustle there. And he says I clean up the mess that I get paid to make. That's uh, that's that's, a, that's a beautiful thing, Dustin. <laughs> We're still going here, Jeff. Jeff Kokenauer says I write social media content for small businesses and nonprofits, and I also write for DYM when I can. I love it, Ooh, Jeff. That's hey, awesome. another another tip that we we thought of when we were thinking about all these side hustles was. You you have to fall in love with the problem, not necessarily the solution, because the solutions yeah, change, right. solutions adapt, but people are always going to need a solution. So if you pick a problem, you know, like like Uber, okay, well, the taxi has died and Uber has popped up. Well, something is going to pop up after Uber, right. but at some point, someone is going to need a ride. Sure. Someone is going to need to get from point A to point B, and so if you can fall in love with, here's the problem that I want to fix – well, the solutions are going to adapt. You know, for us in DYM, it started with, 
hey, here is a three-week sermon series with small groups. And now really the meat of our market is here is a one-week message and a game that goes with it. And you know the, the problem hasn't changed. The solution has a sure. little bit. Cody Gilbertson says, my entire employment is made by doing a few side hustles. That's See, awesome. That's kind of the goal for right. so many people. Sure. Is if you can if you can do what you're passionate about and get paid for it, that's a win right there. My dad and my dad is I gotta do math, sixty four. Mm. Um, and a few years ago he was an empty nester. You know, my sister and I had have been married and out of the house. Right. And he had been an administrator at a local Christian college. He was the vice president of the school and then he went from vice president to a uh, full time professor which meant that he went from having three weeks vacation a year to 18 weeks vacation a year, and he set his own office hours. Sweet. And at first it was great, but then my mom was like, you need to get out of the house. Like, you're driving me nuts. If you're still watching, Mom, you can correct me if that's not how the story went. And so my dad, his two favorite things to do are cheer on the local sports teams and scuba dive. Well, scuba diving is very expensive, and the way that you make money off scuba diving is, like, you scrape mollusks off the bottom of boats, and no one wants to do that. No. Um, and so my dad got involved with this organization that is at all the Tampa Bay Rays games. So for the past That's like cool. six years, my dad was at eighty-one I was Rays games why he a was year. At all the games, and you know, and he was getting paid to go to the games, and instead of you know paying That's for parking awesome. and paying for food, like they were sending him up to the press box to eat with the reporters and do all that kind of stuff. And now he's on the board of the Ted Williams Foundation. Um, which is just a really funny thing, but it started as a, well, here's something that I really enjoy doing. And so if you can be passionate about yeah, something, if you can translate your passion into a paycheck, that oh, is a win. Definitely. Stephanie Miller says, uh, Disney blogging, how to do, so we're, all right, yeah. just fun fact, we're, we're working on, and this will be going live soon. We're working on it, doing Disney with a big family blog and mm-hmm. we're going to do the whole spiel. We're Miller's and Monorail. So we're, we're working on that. That's going to be an additional side hustle for the, for the Miller family soon. Uh, but uh, Justin Halog says, Andrew, I, I love the tie clip, but Tim, the ducktail shirt is fleek. And I actually wore this. This was a str- I wear my shirt strategically. This was a strategic wear because we're talking side hustle, and I and, wanted Scrooge McDuck. He's got all the money. With all that dough because that's why we here's, do Here's the thing. Look, all that it money. is 1136. We've been that's going okay. longer than we were planning to go. Um, now, this is our 10th show. This is episode 10. Episode 10, Which right means here. it's our 11th show. And so zero, zero, right this now. morning I was going through all of our old videos because we're at the point now where I'm like, have I worn that outfit before? Because you know we've we've had no, you're right. We've had that many shows. Yep. So Tim, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pull up um, on my Facebook right here the list of people that have shared our shows, mm-hmm. shared our show, shared our show. We're live right and, now. By the way, uh, I'm going to have you pick a number. One through thirteen. That sounds fun. And we will give the winner of that. You can't look. Justin Nyquist just wants the show to be an hour. He just. I'm sorry, Justin Nyquist. You're not the boss of me. Justin, here's a real Ooh, question. Beth Larson, that money is our scuba account. See, nice. there you go. So you Love use that. you use the one thing that you're passionate about to fund the other thing that you're passionate about, and it just makes sense. All right, Tim Miller. I need you to choose a number one through twenty because we had some people that shared last week as well. They're jumping in on this, and uh, yeah, so yeah, so if you if you've shared this video, you are getting entered for our Starbucks Starbucks, Starbucks gift, gift card, card right now, right here. So you got five bucks at Starbucks. Tim's mm-hmm. gonna pick a number. He's you can't 
look and see who shared. No, no, no. So, oh, so you're seeing a I'm new just, comment. I'm, yeah, Cody Goverson says 19. So so what, what should the number be, 1 through 20? 1 through 20. 1 through 20 to include last week, and that number is obviously going to be 11. 11. Because that's the number my daughter chose yesterday in the middle of a really cool Easter egg hunt when the golden egg forgot to be hidden by the people running the <clears throat> egg hunt. It How was, dare they? It's okay. She hey. picked the right number, and she won. <laughs> it just so happens that not just to get him on the show next Stop week. Stop it. Um, but Ronald Long, hey, <laughs> we will uh, we will DM the info. Ronald Long of, of this card. To he's going to need. He's just probably going to be up he's late go, tonight writing his. He's going to be writing a novel tonight. Some novels. Yes. Um, and so he's going to need some coffee. Hey, we want to talk to you about what's going on next week. No, next no, no week, two weeks. I just. Oh, is, I that, just is that you just confirmed? Okay, two weeks. Well, two weeks from now, we are having the security show. Trinity, yeah, Trinity. Uh, Trinity Security Trinity, Allies. Trinity Jim, Security Allies. What's his last name? Jim Howard. Is Jim Howard. Be live in He's, studio, which I say that means Andrew's office. Yeah. Live in Andrew's office in studio with us in two weeks. He's going to be talking all, and he talks all things church security. So he is we, such a smart guy. He's a guru when it comes to this. Like he literally, he he founded this ministry. Um, he'll, he'll probably tell you about it, but but based on just some past experience he's had in the church, he's a former detective with the Bel Air Police Police Department. He's he's a wealth of knowledge. We can't wait to have him on the show. We want you guys though, to help. Yeah. Us so out. if you have any questions, we're talking. He does security teams, like you know. He calls them safety teams. Sa- he'll safety explain teams. why. Uh, he talks about you know what do you do with concealed weapons in the church. He talks about an active shooter situation. Yep. Um, things that we shouldn't have to talk about. Right. Some things we but, never think about, but he, guess what? he brings them to light. We have to talk about these Absolutely. things because they're real and probably now more than ever. And sure. Jim is probably one of the world's leading experts on church security issues. That's not a joke at and, all. And uh, he, he is he, – he makes me feel very. It is a huge blessing to so have smart. him in our area, and he's going to come on to the show in just a couple of weeks. So get so, excited about that! So get ready for him. Start thinking of questions. You can email us any questions to get to him. If you go to podcast dot downloadyouthministry dot com, yep, there is a send in a question form over there, and you can just choose the morning after ministry show, and yep. we would love to get those. They can you can also Jim. you can you can put them in the Facebook yeah, feed because DM direct listen directly because on Facebook. we're going to be doing this live. Post on our wall. So, shoot us an email. We're, we're yes, good. Follow the social media. I think um, we're we're starting to get some traction there in yeah, the social media department. It's so fun on. Instagram and Twitter, we are at Morning After Min, M I N, Min. And uh, maybe this show will turn into a side hustle one day. Maybe that would be exciting. For now, it's just fun. Right now, it's hey, we didn't pay for our gear. That's, That's fun. True. That's so true. we're getting there. We're getting there. Hey, we love you guys. We love you, sponsors. Thanks for making this happen. It's been an awesome it's been week. Awesome, and we can't wait till next week. We're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna hang out again next week. Same time, same place. We'll see you next we will Monday. We'll see you at eleven o'clock next Monday. See you guys.